Welcome to the Latin Babbler Show. I am your host, the Latin Babbler. I'm here with my amazing co-host, absolutely Miss Rocky, Juan Ayala, who is the co-host of Latinante and Actors with Issues. And joining us is our very special guest who literally leads no interruption, no introduction, but she's amazing, multi-talented, triple threat. She's a singer. She's an author. She has her own podcast, uh, Exactly Amara, and is a television host of a new show on Fuse, Don't Cancel Me. Amara La Negra, welcome to the show. Hi, super excited to be with you guys. Thank you so much for all the love and support. And actually, let me tell you that you guys are having a VIP exclusive because I am literally here at one of my doctor's appointments checking oh. out on my girls. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and I was like, mira, no matter what, I can't miss this interview. So I'm going to give them the exclusive of coming to the clinic with me. Yes. That is <laughs> amazing. You. That is so awesome. Yeah, honey. So since we're at the doctor's office, I wanted to tell you how is you know the pregnancy. How are you finding motherhood already? I mean, you look amazing. <clears throat> we're having twins. We're all excited for you. So tell us how has that process been so far? Mira, this is uh, a very new. It's new. It's exciting. It's scary. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. I'm worried. Um, you know. I'm all types of things. I'm an only child. It's my first time coming from an immigrant mother. My mom came to this country by herself, so I never grew up around any cousins or anything like that. So this is like a very, very new journey for me. I'm learning my body now. My body now is turn is transforming into motherhood. Um, you know, now I'm starting to get the back pains and the pelvic pains and, oh. you know, my stomach is moving all the time and it's a lot mm-hmm. happening, but, um, I feel very blessed. I'm very excited to see myself now as a mother. Awesome. That's you crazy. Amazing, yes. darling. Thank yeah, you. you do. Like every picture that she posts on Instagram or on social media looks absolutely Fabulous ravishing. City. Seriously. Like you uh, she's glowing. it's the glow. It's the glow. I'm actually yeah. very happy. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I saw the uh, podcast that you had with uh, Wilder Valderrama where you guys are talking about parenthood. That was actually really cool. I thank you. And you know what? I I love the fact that I was able to hear some advice, but in this case, from the father's perspective, sometimes we listen to so much of the female, you know, aspect of what it is to be a parent that it was beautiful to hear him as a father talking about how he's supportive of his wife and the things that he does while she's breastfeeding and all these other things that sometimes as women, we might not necessarily um, appreciate or take in consideration that when a woman gives birth and there's a male figure around they also are taking a hit you know yeah for real i'm a single dad so i i know the 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 whole schlemiel i mean that was it was really good to actually see both sides of that 
And it was candid yes. conversation. Look, if anybody hasn't hasn't seen, you guys got to tune into that because you know if yes. you're a new parent or even if you're a current parent, it was it was a great discussion. It was really most good. definitely, most definitely. And thank you for watching. Exactly, Amada. Every Thursday, you're being you know, on. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm loving you from Miami too. Don't So I'm actually mm. like a huge fan of your outspokenness. Like you literally tackle everything, everything from the culture to empower, like self empowerment, racism. Yes. And it seemed like that's what you focused on when you, you know, tried to do the show. Don't cancel me. Um, did that inspire you? Like, what was the purpose of creating the show? Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. For me, don't cancel me uh, came about because. <coughs> sorry, by the way, it's not COVID. It's just that my mom's a little sick. And no, she's with me as usual. Oh. We're always together. Mama. Say hi, hi mom. Uh, hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's not really looking fabulous as always. Um, but Mina, when it comes to don't cancel me, shout outs to Fuse. Um, I'm so grateful that Fuse gave me an opportunity to have a platform where I can uh, be open and honest. I feel that these days we're in a very sensitive era. We're in the era of cancel culture where you can't even express yeah. yourself without everybody being ready to judge you. And I feel that sometimes it's more important to try to understand the other person's perspective and point of view instead mm-hmm. of just being ready to point. Just because I disagree with you on an, a certain subject doesn't mean that I dislike who you are as a person. We just disagree. And I feel like we're, we've lost that space where we're mature enough to agree to disagree and still be respectful. However, I do understand that some people do deserve to be canceled because you know... Exactly what you're saying, what you're doing, and how you're affecting a certain community with your actions and words. But um, that's what Don't Cancel Me really came about. You know, just being open, honest, transparent, judgment-free zone, zero taboos. You know, from I, I talk about relationship. I talk about anal sex. I talk about, you know, I, uh, <laughs> racism, everything under the sink, finances. Like, there's no limits, and we shouldn't have any limits to our conversations either. Yeah, I actually Absolutely. saw that episode and I was like, whoop. <laughs> it's true. It is what it is. It's true. It is what it is. <laughs> so I like that you actually teamed up with Fuse because I don't know if a lot of people know that Fuse actually merged with Nuvo TV, which was doing like a lot of Latino based programming. And, and, you know, one of the things about Fuse TV is that it's literally promoting diversity and inclusivity. And so, and they're doing it a lot with like aiming it towards young adults, which is kind of like the new generation that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that was like a major factor in partnering with them for the show? <laughs> yes, most definitely. And I also feel that it was very necessary. It was necessary because it's this new era, it's this new age group that um, needs to hear these conversations in a way that they can understand it. Sometimes we can be too politically correct. Sometimes we can go like into a very... Um, to educational format, it has to be in a way that we can relate, that you know where I'm coming mm. from and you understand. I want yeah. you to understand once we finish this conversation and not feel like it was so that you don't know what the hell you just watched. So <laughs> that's why that's why I'm like, let's just be honest. Meet up. Aki, everybody, we all have an ass. Aki, everybody, we all have a fetish. Over here, we all have had some type of racism, uh, racial experience. We, you know... Like, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter what it is. I want to be able to discuss it and not feel judged for giving out an opinion. I agree. I definitely agree agree. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And Amara, so with your show, you know, you've had six episodes air so far. You've covered (laughs) sex and relationships, race and colorism, finance, body image, LGBTQIA rights, health and wellness. 
And you have eight episodes total this season. So we're still waiting yes. on those last two. But yes. what has been your favorite uh, topic that you've covered so far? And also, is there something you haven't covered yet that you want to uh, for season two? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, most definitely, and I'm always very honest, from this first season, my favorite episode was uh, Sex and Relationship. Obviously, mm. I'm very freaky and fun. But... Um, <laughs> um, the LGBTQ community, you know, that that one was a very good one, too, because it made me, um, you know, connect a little bit more from the emotional aspect of it. I feel that, you know, I, not that I didn't already know, but it's it just hits different when you see someone crying, you know, in your face right there. And you can see the hurt in their eyes from all the backlash and the disrespect and your own family not accepting you and and just all the mistreat, all that type of stuff just because of your sexual preference. It doesn't make you, you know, a bad person. It doesn't make you a good person. It, it just makes you human. So just being able to see that, that was something that really hit home for me. But um, the sex and relationship one was one that was very interesting to me because when we had uh, the OnlyFans influencer i won't say that that only fans is a bad platform but i'll say that at a moment in time i just feel like all the girls that were there oh you're probably you know you're this you're that i have my own perspective of it like oh you don't yeah, want to work at the yeah. and then when i saw them you're making six hundred thousand dollars a month wow Six of like with evidence, not like oh this is what I'm making. No, like look look at my like six every figures. month I make yeah. six hundred thousand <laughs> off OnlyFans, and she is a wife. She is a Navy veteran. She has her doctors well educated. Like she has her beautiful kids, and she's creating generational wealth with that money for her children. So I just I just feel like I had a different respect. Um, and it made me be less judgmental as well. So mm. those were two of my favorites so far. Um, are there things that I want to touch? Yes, I definitely, I say that one of my dreams is to be able to sit down with someone from the KKK. I am interested mm -hmm. in being able to get deep down and dirty and find out without judging you, judgment free, I won't cancel you. Why do you feel this way? Who taught you this? I believe you know, that. All mm -hmm. these things, I want to know, I want to get in your head. I want to understand those things. I want to get into religion respectfully. And it is a very sensitive topic, but I want to get into all those things without feeling judged. I just want to understand. Yeah. And I agree mm -hmm. with you because I know that like you go on Facebook, you go on Twitter, you have these conversations with people and it's so left or right. You, you're either left or right. You, and if you follow one way or another, you're automatically thrown into the garbage by the other right. group. And then you have Just to stick side. with your side. There's just never any like understanding that, okay, you have an open ear. I have an open ear. Let's understand what's going on so that we can like at least as a human race figure out where we're coming from. You know, where, yeah, and you where know, the you know what? I definitely I want to hit more into immigration. You know, my mom came to this country through the Mexican border. Okay. Um, it, it, one thing is when you say it, and another one is when you experience yeah. it. Um, she ended up living in Texas. She ended up living in Panama. She ended up living in many countries just to be able to get here to Miami. The things that I heard, the things that she expressed, that she saw women getting raped, all types of things. I want to talk to someone 
that has lived the experience, I want to be able to share those perspectives with my generation that may not understand the details of, because a lot of people are like, oh, why do immigrants come over here? And they're taking our jobs and you're taking in this. And it's like, let's be less judgmental. And how about if we try to put ourselves in their shoes? Let's try to understand that side of the story. Um, There's many topics that we could talk about on Don't Cancel Me. I mean, it's endless. Mm -hmm. I saw a post on Instagram. This is one topic that I definitely wanted to touch on. Um, And I'm going to read it. It says, I want my children to inherit land and business. I want to break the poor mentality cycle. I want to make a difference. I'm willing to sacrifice myself for them. I'm willing to sacrifice my youth, my time, work like a beast, sleepless nights, stressful mornings to make a difference in my future one signature at a time. Now, I I have lived by this for the last 14 years. Like I I you know people will complain that I never sleep, that I never relax, I never take a break. Especially my co-hosts. They're always, you know, complaining <laughs> to me about it. And yeah. I think every time I bring this issue in my family circle or even in some of the circles in the Latino community, I get like a lot of negativity about it. It seems like um like I should be put, you know, learn my place or that I should be, you know, I'm, I, I have to fit the status quo, that I'm not Latino and if I'm somehow blanquito, if I decide I want to pursue more than, you know, what everybody else in my family or even my friends, you know, how do you, why do you feel it's so important to start breaking these cycles, especially in the Latino community? Well, because in my case, my mother sacrificed so that she could have me here in the United States and I could have a better future and have opportunities. So if I was given that, you know, that blessing of being able to be born in a place where all you have to do is work, put in the work. It's not that it's not there. Put in the work. And that's the thing. Everybody wants things given to them. Yeah. Yeah. Todas las oportunidades are there. Just work. Or whether it is work, to study, work on your craft, work. The possibilities are endless. So um, I want to be able to, with all due respect, a diferencia and difference of um, African-American, the African-American community for the most part, minorities, um, y los Latinos, there's other races that create generational wealth for their children, their grandchildren. Exactly. And they continue the cycle. Yeah. And then that's why they have 10, 20 steps ahead of us, unlike us, that we have to start from scratch mm-hmm. every single time. So I'm like, it's a small little things, even a savings account, investing on a real estate. No tiene que ser un apartamento de lujo, but even if you're able to apartar a little small apartment for when your kid grows up, at least you know that you have a roof. And now that'll give you more time to concentrate in your studies or to concentrate in a business plan or whatever it may be. So I do feel that generational wealth is extremely important. We need to become more financially educated. We need to support more of our own communities. We talk about it. We know it, but we still don't do it. So um, esa plática que te llega a ti when, cuando dieron los stimulus checks, que everybody was spending it, a lot of people that were smart about it, save it. Save it. Dejen de estar pariciando. Stop. The Chanel bags and the Gucci bags. If you exactly. can't afford it, you see then right don't there. do it. Right. See, we live in a world where we're so busy trying to showcase this fake life of greatness and how bougie and all the great things that we have thanks to social media that we forget what really matters. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. And then what happens is you put the burden, like, for instance, Juan's first generational. So his yeah. parents worked really hard and now it's upon him to try to break the cycle. 
Mind yeah. you, like my dad is incredibly financially literate. Like he has learned so much. He's a genius and he got his real estate license during the housing boom. He flipped a couple of houses. He owns land. He okay. came to this country at 19 years old and worked his way from a dishwasher to the executive chef of a restaurant in Connecticut and then left that entirely. He bought a landscaping business that was already like in place. Like he's done so much and like the way I see it and it frustrates me a lot when people my age whose parents are well off or are successful slack off because I'm like, imagine me, my dad coming to this country at such a young age and doing all of that and getting all the success he has, like what a slap in the face would it be for me to then just be like, I'm gonna go spend this stimulus check. I'm gonna slack off and do this and that, you know, like when we got the, the, the stimulus checks, I was like, I'm gonna go back to class. I'm going to open an Acorns account. I'm like, I don't know anything about a lot of finance stuff, but I'm like, there are apps out there where you can just do it from your phone. Acorns, Mm -hmm. Robinhood, it's easy. Like, it's really not hard. And people treat it like it's such a far out there thing. You know, it's it's so frustrating, but it's like to honor our family, you know? You know what's funny, too? I, um, in my podcast, um, Exactly Amara, I said that I wanted my kids to struggle. And a lot of people ate my ass up. (laughs) <laughs> for me saying that I wanted to see my kids struggle. And when I meant that, I meant I, I cleaned houses with my mom. I sold flowers in the stop signs with my mom. I did a whole bunch of things that my children won't necessarily have to do, but I want them to do. I will be right there watching you. Even if we don't have to, I'm going to take you to somebody's house and I'm going to make you work for them $5 and you're going to clean these toilets and you're going to clean this floor and you're going to do it and you're going to hate it. And I'm going to be like, for like an example, right. as an example, absolutely. I don't, I don't want them to feel that because I am successful. Yeah, you know, mommy has it. Yeah, you right. got no. You're gonna do it too because I need you to sweat. I need you to suffer. I need you to understand the sacrifices that your grandmother did, that I did, that you will have. You don't. You won't have to. But I just want you to value money. I want you to value mm-hmm. sacrifice. I want you to understand what it is to have work ethic. All those things, a lot of these kids these days, no longer to my understanding, I feel like it's been lost. It's been lost because everything is being given and handed to them. A lot of, you know, these mm-hmm. kids. So I want to keep the same pattern. It worked for Give me. Give them that example. Absolutely. Well, we'll talk about real estate investments. And I know you started your new Airbnb in DR. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that. How's that going for you so far? Well, not talking about those things. I have always been a fan of, of cement block. I've been a fan. <laughs> of- okay. And I, um, and I like secure money. To me, you may not have money to do many things, but everybody needs a place to live. Correct. And um, that's why I'm a fan of real estate. Because it's something that you can also pass down. It's something that also financially the value goes up, and um, and nothing. I went to the Dominican Republic during the during the pandemic. I had a little bit of money saved up, and I was. I told my mom, "Mira, yo tengo que hacer algo. I have to do something with this money. No es mucho. It's a little something. Pero I already know que si during the pandemic, if I just leave this money here, lo voy a gastar. I'm gonna spend it somehow. Y después no lo voy a ver because that's what happens. You get a check. And then you're like, where did the money go? I don't even realize when I spent it. So I went to DR. I found out some properties. I invested. I actually bought three apartments because a lot of people don't know, you know, DR doesn't have any home taxes. So once you buy something, it belongs to you. Unlike here, 
you have home taxes and for life you will continue to pay um there's pre-construction properties that you can buy that people don't know about here. Um, there's many things you can do. So I went in about three and I currently have eight. Um, and I literally went to DR now and came back and me acabo de comprar una finca, two acres. Um, and I'm going to put it on Airbnb. If you want to do your weddings, 15s, whatever, everything to Beautiful. me is money. Whatever you want. Mi amor, we have a villa aquí with everything. You want to... <laughs> You can do that right here. Whatever you want. Where's the money? So, there you go. So, um, so yeah, I love being able to do real estate. I wish that I could do it here in the States. Um, maybe later on in the future. I just feel that the Caribbean is, um, it's just one of those places that it's a little bit untapped and people kind of ignore in that financial aspect. Especially DR, because a lot of people just think DR is just a vacation spot. They don't realize you could actually DR live nicely. I'm like, you yeah. know, Punta Cana, I'm like, dude, DR is huge. You have okay. Wangoli, you have Harawakwa, you have Nahua, you have a whole bunch yeah. of places. But everybody's like, oh, Punta Cana. Punta Cana. Punta Cana. I got to go. I got to check it out. I've never been, so I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right, so let's have some fun. So you okay. got 60 seconds to answer as many of these questions as you possibly can. All right, go for it. All right, you ready? Yeah. So we, and we, you know, one of the things about this is we, we've always had this battle online. And we're going to see who wins this time. So who wins? Okay. Let's see. Tostones or fried yuca? Tostones. Ah, she's my favorite already. Mangu or mofongo? Mangu. Boca chica or punta cana? Boca chica. <laughs> oh, it's see? It's kind of get. It just feels good. <laughs> <laughs> if you only had a vaca one vacation left in your lifetime, where would you go? The Dominican Republic. Now nah, she went back. Go, go back. Going back. All right. Going do you prefer text texting or talking? Texting. Last song that you actually downloaded. Oh, oh, you lost me there. <laughs> she's gonna have to go through quite music. a few people. That hey, you got Apple Music. You download Dream. music and stuff like that. <laughs> actually, the last that I downloaded was in music. It was my actual podcast. Exactly, Amara. Every Thursday on iHeartRadio. Oh, look at that <laughs> promo, promo, promo. There we go. All right, who has it easier, women or men? <laughs> men. <laughs> That's literally the answer. Hey, she got stuck. Like, deep down, I'm doing this interview right now and I'm enjoying it and everything, but I'm still panicking because they left outside and they I haven't. Know. Come back. I know. No, what does no. this mean? Is there something wrong? Oh my God, I no. can't. No, uh, never yeah. assume it's wrong. Never assume it's no. wrong. I know, but that's my women intuition all the time. Everything, <laughs> something is wrong. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, anyways, yeah, I'm trying but... to keep together maybe they maybe they went in they saw you doing the interview and they were like you know what, we'll just come back, back out yeah <laughs> i know that's what they said no come back now please don't make me worry about <laughs> <laughs> listen we'll it, wrap it up for you my darling <laughs> if anybody wants to follow you where can they find you yes guys most definitely go follow me at amara la negra aln amara la negra aln by the way, don't miss, don't cancel me on Fuse with your girl, Amara La Negra. Exactly, Amara, uh, on iHeartRadio, my podcast. All that information is on the bio on my Instagram. Check check me out at Amara Airbnb if you want to know how to invest in the Dominican Republic. I got you. Yeah. Also, stay tuned for my children's book, Amarita's Way. Uh, we're working oh, out. Love that. edition coming out this, uh, this year. Check me out also on Love and Hip Hop Miami. I am working on this on the fourth season part two now. 
And um, I'm always booked, busy, and blessed. Gloria a Dios. <laughs> awesome. Well, That's awesome. Love it. All right, folks, that is our show. You can listen to it pretty much anywhere, Neighborhood Radio on Radio89.com and on every streaming podcast that you can possibly think of. We're now on YouTube, so subscribe to this channel as you're listening to this interview and go to our website, www.latinbabbler.com. I'm the Latin Babbler along with the crew, and we're out. Porque para mí, mira, no existen fronteras Yo levantaré mi bandera